0: Thank <laughs>
1: Good evening, my friends. Johnny Danger here with Mister Adam White, late night edition of In the Cup with Draft for Upside PGA Tour. Adam, you look like you're in a hotel room. Are you trying not to pan to the right? Is there's there somebody over there? Not that I'm aware of. I'm very smart if they're here. Love it. Well, I am right here hanging out with, uh, you know, my uh, my my Jedi friends, and uh, you were out on the road doing some business. But uh, you made mm-hmm. some time for us, uh, albeit an hour and a half late. You made some time for us. It's an- okay. You're right. It's almost time. <laughs> I love you, anyways. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. How about yourself? Ready to roll. I'm disappointed in you because uh, this is in the cup, and you have nothing in the cup.
0: Got a water. I just I
1: just drank this. This was delicious. Oh, nice. A little yeah, hazy parent. from call uh, me hazy.
0: Call me hazy from parents. Quite quite good. Uh, right you kept
1: right you kept me up so late. I had to break out the imperial coffee stout from uh, yeah. 2016. Loganitas High Westified Imperial Coffee Stout, aged at High West rye barrels, 12.2%.
0: If I give you a reason to open a great beer, I'm not going to apologize for it,
1: Danger. Yeah, don't apologize. Never apologize, especially to me. Not worth it. Good. I'm not worth it. All right, buddy. Well, that's cut straight to the point. We're going to continue our series of talking um, uh, DFS strategy for PGA Tour Golf, um, how to get into it, how to build a lineup, how to build a model over at our good friends at fantasynational.com. Uh, Someday, maybe they'll give us our subscription for free. You can keep working on that, right?
0: Uh, we can keep trying, yeah. Not I sure like how
1: it. Yeah, but all right. Well, we got the Gen- Genesis Invitational. We are at Riviera Country Club. Beautiful place. Tell us about it. Well, can, can we like we had a good week last week? Can we do a quick little like little tiny little mini recap of last uh, week, man? Come on, I, I'm tired, uh, but come on, dude. Uh, we're so late. It's fine. All right, hit me.
0: Hit me. All right. So Pebble last week, the AT and T, not Am. Uh, it was just a professional event, no amateurs, which was great. That's true. Danny, Danny Berger took it down. We were high on Boog last week. Mm-hmm. We were we were pretty much loving him once DJ withdrew as our as our favorite guy over 10K, and he got he got the dub. Yep, it was good to see my boy Charlie Hoffman, who I've been on for the last few weeks, went on a roller coaster ride. Was like five or six over on his first eight holes on Friday, but came back to make the cut and finished top ten. Had a good week. Uh, we it. had some good plays. Cam Tringale was a good one. Um, Tom Hollywood
1: Hoagie, our model loved him. There. He, he
0: performed.
1: He, you know, our model loved him, and I placed a nice wager on him, top ten. And so. um, that that last hole, somebody birdied that last hole of the last threesome, and uh, dropped him from T nine to solo twelve on the last hole. I think it was. I think Spieth made that birdie, potentially, but. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a week where watching them go from T nine to twelfth when you have a single bet on one person to top ten, it's frustrating. But it hey, was the only top ten you had, he, yeah, uh, but he was in my lineup and uh, I had a five dollar double up and I hit my double up, so you know, profitable two weeks in a row in PGA.
0: Yeah, I think I what did I profit like almost five hundred bucks? I I made. I made five hundred because the forty-five. If you invest forty-five, it's gone. Like yeah. you can't count on that. So That's I right. made five hundred bucks last week. Plus crowns. I parlayed that. Oh, so many crowns. So many, so crowns. many crowns.
1: And then the parlay um, on the Phoenix Suns uh, Nuggets.
0: No, it was it was Nuggets money line against the Lakers, and they slaughtered. And then the Clippers
1: over the. Oh, it was uh, Clips. I thought it was Nuggets. over Cavs. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, the Suns. The Suns murdered yep. too. They may have that night, but I was focused on yeah, those two. Yeah.
0: I take so it, man. A good time, good time. Let it ride. Emmerich would be proud.
1: We have been having fun, haven't we?
0: We have. Making money is always fun, but uh, we try. we're it's on good. to we're on to Riviera, man. It's going to be a great week. Um, it's a it's a difficult golf course, so the winning score here, as compared to other tour events, are usually somewhere in like the eleven to fifteen neighborhood most years, uh, which is pretty. Pretty low uh, relative to par, or I should say. Pretty high scoring relative to most other events. So, um, we're we're looking at our favorite stats: strokes gained. Arg, this week pretty heavily. Um, definitely some bogey avoidance because this is a tough course. So you're you're going to see that the finishing position weighs a little more heavily than most of your shootout type events. Um, but it's a great course. It's our best field to date by far this year. And to me, this is really when the season kind of kicks off. You know, Tori was good a few weeks ago, but this is it, man. We're gearing up for the players next month. We got the Masters the, the month after. It's just month after month, we got at least one marquee event. And uh, this is a great way to kick it
1: off, so I'm fired up. Adam, if I can ask you one favor, your mic is rubbing against your collar, and it's, uh, it's giving me some some scratch. Scratch. It's giving me okay. some scratch, it's driving me crazy. I'll work on that for you, buddy, only because I care. I uh, know, because you love me. You're a good partner.
0: I try. <laughs> Sorry for the ugly white cord across my chest.
1: I'm no, answer. you're good. You're good. It's all good. Yeah. Sorry for the ugly uh, going on on my chest right now.
0: What do you got? Oh, uh, it's very ugly. Oh, they got beat again tonight, <laughs> didn't they? Yeah, man, they are terrible.
1: They're so bad. <laughs> They're not good. They're not good at all, but... Uh... Anyways, uh, Barstool Sports had a uh, a booster on both Michigan teams to win the national championship. And um, so I used my free bets when I signed up for them. So I have a, a $25 bet on U of M to win the whole thing, and it pays out a grand. And um, and then I have a $25 bet on Michigan State to win the whole thing. If that were to happen, it pays out like four grand.
0: Let's talk about real things. Like Michigan could actually <laughs> win the national title. State has no chance.
1: Right. No, but Michigan Michigan could. And I got that bet, dude, $25 for a thousand dollar win.
0: That squad is deep. They got some good defensive players. They, I mean, defense travels in the tourney. They're also very, very versatile. They can play a lot of different styles. So I like their chances in March. Um, it's going to be interesting to see Juwan in his first, in his first NCAA tourney, see how he, how he can get the team prepared with one day in between.
1: I might have to figure out a way to say go blue. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll talk about it some other time. I
0: think you just did. It just came out of your mouth.
1: We'll work on it. So let's talk about how we we prepare for these things. So I have prepared a couple little spots here that I will bring in to the picture now. So I don't know how well you can see this on your phone, my man. But um, we look at historic data uh, at Riviera. And this is a course they play every year. It's very deep, rich in history here. So we've got a lot of data. But one thing you can see from top to bottom, um, a couple of things. One, the wind tends to be not a factor. So we don't worry about that. It seems to be calm all the way down. Uh, You can see the green speed historically very fast. You can see the fairways hit uh, very, very difficult. So you see it be a pretty difficult course. um, So being accurate on that fairway is gonna be big. And then if you look over at the course breakdown here, you'll actually go through and see a little bit more data. So this is over at fantasynational.com. This is where we pull all of our stats from. And we're just trying to give you guys an idea of uh, how we build a roster and how we end up targeting players. Uh, For a guy like Adam, who knows basically the ins and out of the whole thing, you know, that's one thing. But a guy like me, who is more data driven when it comes to sports, he doesn't necessarily follow as closely. Um, It's nice to see this. So this is an interesting one here. We talk a lot about uh, shots gained off the tee, Adam, but we see it this particular course top 10 finishers it really isn't a factor and is that just because the fairways are so tight and so difficult to hit that it really penalizes the people that just kind of whack it too far and aren't aren't accurate enough
0: that could that could certainly be part of it um the greens aren't particularly large either for uh, for the distances you're approaching them from so yeah i don't know i am still waiting driving distance a little bit this week but mm-hmm. uh it's more total driving than just sure. ball driving distance,
1: but if you're looking through these stats here, it, it shows pretty clearly that putting here is huge. Mm-hmm. It shows that the approach shot is absolutely huge, and then two of the main stats they're they're showing big on short game and ball striking, which is you know most courses. But I think some of the interesting thing that you can find around here is how heavily weighted this course is to the top ten finishers on three putt avoidance, massively, massively weighted yeah that's interesting
0: it's it's hard to um to look at that week to week because it can really vary but Mm -hmm. i think you are looking for good lag putters because you're gonna have a hard time hitting it close to these holes consistently you're gonna Mm -hmm. have at least one round where your proximity is not great um even if you're striking it well all week so yeah yeah just just flipping through here trying
1: to trying to see anything that kind of sticks out um you see these, uh, you know, par fours between 400 and 500 is, is, the, is the big share of the holes here. Um, and then looking through here, if you, th- I don't know how well you see this on your phone, but this is interesting here. This is a nice stat I like to look at each week when we try to um, kind of pick between birdies or better or bogey avoidance. Mm-hmm. This one shows here that there, there's a little bit more bogeys and double bogeys than there are birdies, um, Eagles. So I think I weight that bogey avoidance a little heavier than birdies are better this week. And then the average uh, cut line here you can see is almost straight around that two over. So yeah. not a particularly high scoring week. Well, again, it's not going to be a, a high. Dra-
0: like if you look at the drafting scores that compete this week for GPPs, it's going to be nowhere near last week. Uh-huh. At Pebble, um, winning score is going to be relative to par, not nearly as far under. So I love the bo- bogey avoidance stat this week. If we're building our models, it is strokes gained approach. I like strokes gained off the tee, um, strokes gained around the green, then bogey avoidance. And those two go hand in hand. So if you're missing greens, you got to be able to to gain strokes on the field around the greens getting up and down. So yeah, I love those
1: stats. I think it helps you narrow down who's under sure. and who's not. And then the next thing I like to look at is recent form. So you're looking at recent events here. You're looking at shots gained total over the last five events on the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting to kind of flip through. Cam Davis kind of at the top there, um, which, you know, I'm a big fan of. And then not really some surprises there. Cantlay, Berger, Chaffley. Uh Norlander's been on a streak since I told everybody to get on him three, four events ago. He's been uh, really well. Uh, Homa up there,
0: pretty nice. Max has been playing great. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Norlander had a great Friday-Saturday last week and then kind of fizzled a little bit on the weekend. Made no birdies uh-huh. on Saturday, which was a little sad. But uh, the guy's been playing really solid golf
1: for the last month or so. For sure. And then the last one I look at here is um, history here at this event. This is a nice stat to look at. So if we look at shots gained total at this event, you got DJ up top. You got Adam Scott, which um, you know we're not going to talk about last year when we were on the show. <laughs> Uh, I think I've built – I think I've drilled that uh, into the ground. But, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> I think you have. Yeah. You reminded me of it again this past weekend. That was laughing. I know, so. all the time. <laughs> but, you know, you look through here, and obviously, you know, Bubba's won here a couple of times, so he's up there, even though he hasn't been great recent form. Uh, Kucher and Sung Kang, some interesting uh, value plays that have been really good at this course. So this is just, you know, the different things that you could look at at Fantasy Nationals to really draw um, – you know, your attention to a few names. So you look at all five or six of these charts and you kind of start seeing a pattern. You see some of the same guys popping up in the same spots and you can really hone in on a few players. Right. Mm-hmm. So I like that. And then what else do I got here? Ah, the ownership, the ownership. Yeah. So I like this here because it's got two different things. It's got calculated basically their guess of what the ownership's going to be down the middle. And then on the right side here, they take the actual figure of their lineup generator, uh, and and show you who's being popped out on their lineup generator. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, before we even get into it, Xander was my favorite guy going into today. And uh, Mm -hmm. I seem to be uh, not alone as he is the top of the calculated ownership at 17, which actually isn't a scary number, Um, but he is being spit out of the lineup generator at 25% of it.
0: I can see that. I mean, with his, with the way his game's trending and then he's, He's that one pri- like that one notch below the 10K range, which mm-hmm. I think makes him more appealing than he probably should be. I would take Bryson all day at 10 ten one over Xander at nine nine. But
1: well, Xander's my uh, favorite guy. Uh, and if you look at your screen now, you can pull the model that I pulled right here, um, which is different than yours. I just kind of went through and pulled some of those stats off the off the top ten players and how they played, and and I kind of focused on ball striking and short game and scrambling. Um, and then added a little bit of proximity, a little bit of par five um, and um, kind of did that bogey avoidance and the three point avoidance pretty high. And uh, ended up pulling Xander at the top of that model, too. So, you know, my, my bias of just flipping through the lineup uh, has matched pretty well with what they're showing over here in the Moosanomics. So interesting that uh, Cameron Tringali popped up at the top. I've been on him the last couple of weeks. So interesting names. Other than that, you know, Bryson's up here and uh, burger, Finau, DJ, a, a lot of names we're going we're gonna to talk about. So anyways, enough about Fantasy National Golf Club. Uh, you can go check them out at fantasynational.com. Um, uh, someday, promo code D4U, someday, someday.
0: And, uh, become I've members really
1: over there.
0: I've heard of that yet, but uh, I'm
1: sure we'll get there. Right, one of these days, one of these days. Yeah. So anyways, that's how we build our models, guys. Um, uh, hopefully that was at least semi-entertaining,
0: and um, yeah, so let's get into it, shall we? Sure. So if we're going back to the course a little bit, it's a relatively long par seventy seventy-one, just over seventy-three hundred yards. I think it plays a little bit longer than that. You talked about the width of the fairways; the rough is usually pretty penal. Um, there's some good undulation changes, and as you said, putting is at a premium this week compared to others. Couple of par fives that are not reachable by a good chunk of the field up in that six hundred range, um, but then there is there's the very reachable par five first hole, and this this course is host or this event is hosted by Tiger, but he's unfortunately not going to be playing after his seventy fifth back surgery or whatever it was. <laughs> but we got a lot of uh, moderate to long um, par fours here, so that kind of that one. 50 to 200 range on uh, approach shots is going to be pretty important this week, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, that was the uh, the 150 to 200 was what I waited on by model for the proximity. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, so, the same I like
1: it. Yeah, man. And uh, scrambling is big because the greens are are small. They're hard to hit. The fairways um, are difficult to hit. So you're going to get a lot of shots out of the rough. You're going to get a lot of guys coming, you know, 5, 10, 15 yards short of the green or, or long or right or left so um yeah scrambling for me was was one I kind of bumped in my model as well yeah well, it
0: makes a ton of sense to me it's it's not a course where you're gonna hit 14 15 16 greens a, a day so you got to get up and down those those uh those greens that you miss uh, to keep that
1: keep that round going indeed all right well let's kick it off my friend uh, we've got Dustin Johnson right here at the top he withdrew last week still probably going to fade him for me um obviously he's a, a threat to win any event he's in, but that price tag is very high at 11.3. I just don't like taking guys coming off wins. The history of people winning back-to-back uh, weeks is is very low, and uh, I just like JT and and Rory, Rom, Bryson, Xander. I like all of those guys more than Dustin straight up, and definitely with the uh, savings on the salary.
0: I am going to disagree. Um, I think DJ took last week off because he knows this course is a great a great fit for him, he is in the absolute zone right now. He's the clear-cut number one player in the world. I think the most clear-cut that we've had in quite some time as the top dog. If he comes in and plays in decent form, he's going to finish top five. He just, he just will. Um, if he's, if he's on his game, even A to B range.
1: So, I can I agree with DJ, you, man. But I just, I, uh, start- I, I have a hard time picking him to actually win. Top five, sure, but I don't know if I can pay eleven three unless I unless I really think the dude's going to win. And I uh, I think it's Xander's week. Xander's my guy.
0: That's fine. I mean, agree to disagree. But I, if DJ finishes top five on the leaderboard and finishes top three or four on DraftKings points, yeah, I'll I'll take it and pair him with with Bryson, and then go down to some some value plays we can talk about in a little bit. Stars and Scrubs
1: type of week. Sure. I mean, I really can't make um, an argument against any of the guys on the screen we've got right here, all the way down to uh, Brooks. I mean, they're all playing good ball right now. I, I can't complain about any of them. So start your lineup with whichever one or maybe even two of these, if you can find some nice value and sleep like a baby. I, I'm not going to argue with you. I don't mind Dustin. I'm just going to I'm only going to play one lineup and it's not going to have him in it. So.
0: Yeah, if you're playing one, it's a different, totally different strategy, but I'm I'm playing DJ. I'm going to play some tournaments this week because so I have a little excess DK cash in the account, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do some, uh, I'm probably not going to do 150 last, but I'll do at least 20.
1: Sure. What do, do you think of Rory 70%. this week? I just keep waiting for him to get back on that um, you know, champion horse. It's been a while since he's won one. I do like Rory a lot. That's why I say it's a Stars and Scrubs week. This, this
0: course tends to bring out really legit champions. Like the cream over 72 holes just rises to the top. So... Rory's a guy I'm certainly targeting. I mean, I love Rory DJ. Um, I love Bryson and I love JT. So if you're going to play all four of those guys, you better have some guys in the eight and seven K range, even down to the high sixes that you like a lot to pair them with. Cause there's just not room in your, in your lineup for those kind of eight to nine K range guys that you're looking at.
1: Right. All right. Well, let's get moving down a little further here. Let's get in here. I mean, I Can'tley um, has been good, of course, ninety six hundred. That's a nice discount off those tops. So I can't fault people who want to either start their lineup with Can'tley or do maybe a Xander Can'tley build. Um, don't mind that at all. What do you think about Colin Morikawa? He does not pop in my models here. It, 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 are we just waiting and see on him this year? No, I think
0: Morikawa is legit. You know, top ten talent in the world, and uh, he's going to be a Ryder
1: Cupper. Every other year. And uh, I, I do yeah. like seeing him below that top tier pricing. It bothers me when when um, him and like Tony are up there in that 10K range. Well, that comes down to strength of field. I mean, this is the first time we've got DJ, Rom, Rory, JT,
0: um, Bryson, Xander, Cantlett. These are all guys that are just top tier guys. Then you got Brooks coming off a win too. So I think it's a sneaky week a little bit for, um, for Fino actually. I could see him winning in this field, even though, you know, everyone's knocking him for not being able to close the door, close the deal, and win. But uh, no, I'm yeah. with you. I'm not. I'm not really a Markiawe. I'm a little bit in wait and see. I want to see some form out of him first, even though he can flip it pretty quick. He struggled, struggled out e- or overseas um, in Dubai and just
1: hasn't shown great form really since last fall. So I'm not quite on him just yet outside of um you know putting really Hideki lines up really well with this course uh, Adam Scott of course the defending champion looked pretty good last week I kind of like him at 9k at the bottom of that top tier pricing
0: I do too I just like I said this week I'm really prioritizing some of those elite guys that are in that 10k range and uh, because of that it's not that I don't like him this week I just I'm looking elsewhere the ownership I'm Imagining has to be pretty high on him, even though he's nine K. Um, he's got to be a top five or six guy ownership wise. So I'm I'm risking it, but I'm I'm off Scott. And I'm definitely not on Jay, uh Justin Jordan's feet this week. Yeah. He's just Adam uh,
1: Scott is the, enough. projected tenth highest guy at thirteen percent, so not terrible.
0: Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm with you on, I mean, Ducky's a good course fit as far as ball striking, but. His putting has just been abysmal this year, and that can really get in your head when you keep giving yourself opportunities and can't cash in. So, um, a couple guys I like in the eight K range a lot.
1: So, what about Bubba? I mean, this this is a course that he has won two of the last five years, but also missed the cut two of the last five years.
0: Bubba's just he's had a couple opportunities at quote unquote Bubba courses, like courses he's shown format form on in the previous years, and just can't get it done. So. I'm also in wait and see on Bubba. I know he can pop at his at his favorite courses, but there's just something that's not right there with him. I do like the guy just below him at 8,800, Joaquin Neiman.
1: Uh-huh.
0: He's in for a big year. He's, he started off really really strong this season. Just missed winning at the uh, Tournament of Champions, and he's shown great form in his couple events since then. So I do like I do like Neiman 8,800, and then you know I just kind of have to fade given my strategy this week uh, at mid-18 range and go right down to, um, to max at 8200.
1: Yeah, I was kind of looking through here, and as much as you know, I love Scotty Scheffler um, and anybody named Cam. Uh, I, I just don't know that I can go there because you, you come down the list here. You got Max Homa, who has a uh, recent form, has been really nice. And then you start dipping into that 7K here, man. I think this is going to be one of those uh, weeks that Kevin Na just kind of hangs around that, like, top 15. And at 7,900, that's the price I want him. And this course kind of fits him. Kind of. He's I don't, I don't think he he's going to win, but I think he's going to make the cut. I like him at 7,900. It doesn't bother me. Um, but honestly, like, I only bring that up for our boy, Chris. Because well, I think what you got here is you got Carlos Ortiz right down here at seven eight, who just continually yeah, he's, he's is underpriced. Why guy, does nobody love Carlos Ortiz?
0: I don't know. He's a guy that I've ridden his last few events, and his betting odds have been have been too long. And uh, we've taken advantage of that with some top ten or top twenty bets, and he hasn't broken through in one yet this year, but he's he's playing great golf. You know, at the end of let the me, week he's dude.
1: Let me just read the, the last like eight tournaments he's played in fourth 29th 14th 37th 8th first 35th 48 but this dude can't get priced up over eight thousand.
0: i guess i get it in this field but you know if you swapped him in, let's say cam smith 8400 bucks i wouldn't mm-hmm. bat an eye at it because his form has been so much better than cam smith's and it's also a, to me a better course fit for him so yeah, yeah Ortiz jumped off being...
1: the page. You know, one of my favorite things to do is kind of flip through and just see where numbers don't make sense. Right there, dude. To start. It's a great Ortiz place should to start. be six, seven, eight hundred dollars more.
0: Also, I mean, with their with their recent form, they don't have great course history here, but Tringali and Cam Davis in the mid sevens there are also great players, in my opinion.
1: You absolutely know. I'm on both those guys. I mean, Tringali is somebody you and I talk about almost weekly. And uh, anybody named Cameron always finds a way into one of my lineups. And sometimes it's it's all Camerons. All camps. sometimes Cam we he had a good week last week. it off. Yeah, right. Uh, what do you think of Siwoo Kim he, he won and then had a couple of really crappy weeks. but um I, I kind of like him this week. 77 and he, he won hit. four weeks ago. I mean, I like this guy at 77.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at his last last twelve rounds on tour. He's he's fifteenth in strokes gained approach. We talked about how important that is. Strokes gained off the tee, yeah, mediocre. But you know, if he can if he can keep it and together, I disagree with you this week. I don't think
1: it's all that important to be off the tee. So I I like Seve a lot.
0: Yeah, no, I, I do think it's important to position yourself um, for those approach shots, and this course tends to tends to favor a guy who moves it left to right more so than than right to left and this course we haven't mentioned it but one of my favorite holes on tour is the the par four tenth at this course it's drivable but it's a very narrow like diagonal green from front left to back right it's very narrow with bunkers front and back you'll see some interesting shots hit on that hole this week it's one of the more entertaining holes on tour um in my opinion but I'm not going to be on Wu for DraftKings, but I did write him up for a first-round leader because he can always get hot for one round.
1: I like it. I absolutely like it. So flipping through here, this uh, 7K range, uh, dude, I can't get off Jimmy Hahn. It still is weird to me that he's in that low 7,000s, and maybe it's because of the field, but not many have been hotter than him this year to start. Cam Davis right there with him at 75. Henrik Norlander, super hot. As long as he's hot, I'm riding him until he misses a cut. So I'm with him at 74. I could see,
0: I could see playing some Norlander this week. Although I'm off him, I think he kind of lost his mojo the last two rounds last week, and I think that's going to carry over. Kind of just a personal feel thing. I'd sure. Like at the bottom end, I like Wyndham Clark this week. Good course fit, long hitter, great ball striker. Finished 17th last year. Um, And then KH Lee came off a great finish in Phoenix, and he's got two top uh, 25 finishes the last two years. So form is there. Course fit is there. Um, I got to like that. You know who's just staring at me at 7300. You know who it is, right?
1: List. Look, man, so I had a talk with another guy uh, premiering a golf show on our channel here. Uh, shortly, t- Tony Cincata going to be putting out a golf show here on iLogic. Uh, uh, former roto expert and a longtime fantasy uh, analyst. I was talking to him trying to set him up with the software and teaching them how to use StreamYard and all that. And uh we were talking about golf guys and he just starts talking about Luke List. I'm like, dude, you gotta stop, or Adam hears you. You gotta stop. Can't talk about Luke List. <laughs> he's gonna hear you, miles. he's gonna put he's gonna put like two hundred dollars on Luke List top ten and like a hundred on top five and like fifty to win. Like, don't don't talk about Luke List like that. Adam Adam has no self-control around Luke List.
0: Who says I didn't do that already? I right? You probably I saw did. His beautiful packs and He's just a strapping, strapping young man. Uh, of course, and he's got. <laughs> he's, he's finished thirtieth and fifteenth here the last two years, and twenty sixth the year before that. Like he's, it's a good course fit. If he can just putt, I don't know, somewhere in like the sixtieth percentile this week for the field, he's he's a great player. But damn you know, okay.
1: I think I um, another say. criminally underpriced person here is Brennan Todd. I know he cooled off at the end of the year, but he was so hot after the COVID break. I got to believe he's got the chops to contend And at 7100 to get a guy that might uh, you know top 25 top 15 for you at 7100 I think it's a steal. No. No, 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 no. I do You really don't like him? Don't like Brennan Todd. It's oh, great. I love Brennan Todd. No. All right. I'm yeah, locking I'd him rather, in my lineup. I'd rather Cuz you know what's going to happen is we're going to get to next week and you're going to be like I played Brennan Todd in my one and done. <laughs> and he won. No,
0: he's not winning.
1: There's no way.
0: He's 87th in the field. Strose game approach his last 12 rounds. He's number four in putting though. Nah, he can't he can't do it on this kind of course, man. It's not his kind of course. I do like Lanto Griffin, though. Lanto. I'm just talking about him too. I just love his name. I love his attitude. His vibe is right? great.
1: I love uh, we didn't talk about Nate Lashley after his uh, number two finish last week.
0: Lashley played great last week. He just dude, the the way he The way he blew up and absolutely imploded on on 16 last week, it's just demoralizing. I cannot see him contending again again this week. I just think he's going to drop off
1: and go back to his normal. All right, look at this lineup right here, Adam. Uh, I I don't know about the listeners. You seem a little quiet to me. I'm just going to let you know. Um, Really? I don't don't know. I can yell if you want. It's hard to tell until we see it afterwards. Just letting you know. Uh, but look at this. If we're going to play stars and scrubs, right, we got to play a couple of guys in the 6K range. So we got quite the lineup right here. I don't know if you can see this right here, but we got Naismith. We got Dougie Gim. We got Cami Champ. We got Joel Damon. We got Tom Hoagie, Sep Straka. We got all these guys we love to throw in stars and scrubs, but it depends on the week. Is it the week for any of these guys?
0: It's always the week for Duck Gim. You know, I've been on him heavily for like six weeks, and you. You just absolutely destroyed me when I was all buzzed up that one Wednesday night. And I'm like, buddy, buddy, Doug Yim, he's it's his week. And then it wasn't. And the next week was, though. The next That's week good. was, but I played him the week you told me to. Uh, I know, And then he came back and played great. But I do like Cam Champ, even though his form hasn't been good. It's a, it's a good course fit. And he's a guy who can flip it pretty quick um, as far as his form. So we mentioned KH Lee there at 7,100. I'm still riding Brendan Steele at 71. He's uh, sure. he's been playing real steady golf, just hovering kind of around that top 30 mark the last couple of weeks. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I can I can definitely get on board with with both those guys you meant, mentioned. Uh, Neesmith's been top five his last few events and strokes gained approach. So
1: you got to like him at, at 6900. And Neesmith gets uh, off to those hot starts. You like to place him as a first round leader. Oh, I hit on him a couple of weeks ago in Phoenix. Yeah, you did.
0: Um, I don't know if I like him for first round later this week, but overall, he's a great value at that price, man. And Straka's a good ball striker. He's uh-huh. right there at sixty-eight. I don't like getting him a little lower.
1: Point. You know who pops in the model a little bit? Party Marty. Max. Oh, Party Marty. Yeah,
0: I don't mind the course for him. Did we even mention Kokrak? Because I think Kokrak's a decent fit
1: here. Oh, we didn't. I feel like he was in the model too. Let me go back to my model. I feel like I'm he sure was right in the model. There. He's eight k. Like his super
0: recent form isn't fantastic, but it's a very good course fit for him.
1: Nah, he's down you at forty
0: two like in my model. He got a really good appearance today to play over in the in the Middle East, which
1: his putting has been very bad lately. His putting's generally pretty bad. He's sixtieth in the field in three putt avoidance. 53rd in the field and bogeys avoided. 61st in the field and par 5 scoring. Yeah. 87th in the field and proximity 150 to 200. You might be talking me off a little bit, but
0: uh, yeah. worth, mentioning, worth mentioning. Not a he fan. Kind of past him, that's all. I'm out. All right. I'm out. Party Marty, though. 6,800. 6, I can get
1: on board with that. Party Marty under 7K. I dig it. Um, let's see. A couple of names we also like usually down in this range. Uh, we've yeah, had some love awesome. for... For um, Munoz, yeah, Doc Redman, Sebastian. I
0: like Munoz in this price range. Uh-huh, uh uh-huh. huh. And I want can...
1: to remind the listeners that um, you know this is a, this is a, just a first look, and Adam and I are gonna. Uh, we were a little better last week. We did put out our quick picks, but we're gonna try to put together a uh, a little article of our favorite like eight to ten players, uh, and post that on either like uh, you know Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening, or first thing Thursday morning. And depending on how busy Adam is with his real life and real job, well, I don't know. I don't know what that's like.
0: We're gonna have to get it well, I know, man. He'll be back, we'll be back to you know the, the beer rep guy here soon enough, hopefully. Nah, for man, I'm
1: class. gonna be a famous sports podcaster. I don't need the beer rep job. Okay. You didn't say nah. what you'd be famous for in sports podcasting, but I could buy it. All right. Random name that popped in my model, Sun Kang. No. At sixty five. Is that course history related? That must be course history related
0: um he does have some decent course history here but no he's been he's been so bad his his form is just so yeah atrocious. it's this course history course that yeah if you're off in any one part of your game it'll expose you and he hasn't been on in any part of his
1: game so mm-hmm. i'm just not jumping on uh jb holmes has has won here hasn't he didn't holmes win here mm-hmm. um i believe he won here a few years ago yeah 6,500. I mean, his form's terrible, but he's a bomber and he's got course history. 6,500. I mean, it's okay. What about Lucas Glover? You tend to like him every now and then.
0: I do. Good ball striker. Terrible putter. Um, yeah. Like he's hit some of the worst putts you'll ever see a
1: tour player hit. But. So Jim Furick hits 14 on my model.
0: Oh, really? 14. Jimmy Furick, that high?
1: Furick. Weak. I, I gotta play him uh, for Chris's sake. Look at this. See, I don't know if you can see my screen. Yeah, Plus, pop added him to the lineup. Yeah, I'm gonna he start is... my lineup with Jim Furick. He's what quite cheap, and he's
0: probably gonna make the cut. It just doesn't excite me. Like I think his ceiling is, I don't know, 35th,
1: 40th, maybe. All right, I got nothing else down here. I tried to find something fun, but I'm not. I don't want to take that swing on Harry Higgs. <laughs> swing on Harry Maybe a lot for some reason All right uh, Jim Herman I mean I, sh- No Herman's a short course guy uh, yeah. Brian Gay Nah I mean T-Dunks T-Dunks at 6K At bare bottom No Come on Stars and Scrubs No love for T-Dunks Not at all no. All right Nah me neither Mark, Nothing down team here team. I don't think you need to get that low I think there's enough plays In that upper end 6,000 Lower end 7,000 I don't think you need to dig this deep
0: yeah, I got one guy at 65 who's who's worth looking at. Just his his game, his form hasn't been great, but his game kind of fits the course well. He's shown that he can he can get the job done when he can time. that's Adam Long there at 6500. Man, nothing that's your that's your name. Adam bias. No, nothing to do with his first name, not at all. Mm-hmm. I can't even fit six Adams into the a lab. There's like two in the field. <laughs> <laughs> I like I it. the danger route. All right, I, well, I like think it. that's a. I think that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good look at it. But the guy we didn't mention that we always like is Harry V, man, sixty-seven hundred.
1: Yeah, HV three.
0: Just putting so terribly.
1: Yeah, no, and putting is so important at this course. I mean, the the POA greens are going to be so fast. The greens are small; they're very difficult. I just, I, I can't get on anybody who's not in good putting form this week, dude. I just can't do it. I know you like to take the guys that have it all together, but the putter and hope they mm-hmm. have that one hot week with the putter and they're under-owned, and I know that's your strategy, and I know it works for you. I'm not buying it this week.
0: I do like that strategy. I mean, this is why I like Luke List, and that's why I've fallen for Grio griot in the past. That's why, I've, like, Benny on was a guy that I like so much, and Corey Connors, and all these guys that are, like, great ball strikers, and mm-hmm. just, you know, one out of every four weeks, they'll put it together with the putter and have a decent week. For sure. Um, yeah, so... No, it's probably not the week to go with the bad putters and hope they flip it. But It's it's such a hard
1: putting course, dude. This is one of the hardest putting courses on the tour, dude. I mean, I just can't. I I can't do it this week. I can't do it this week. All right, buddy. Uh, Let's wrap it up. Let's get out of here. So let's do our game that we've been playing and uh, take a look at your screen, sir. Let me Mm -hmm, get -hmm. back to the top. And uh, let me remind everybody again this is our first look. Um, You will find our uh, picks. We'll post them. Uh, We'll post an article on uh, the fantasyfootballblueprint.com where our premium articles have been. And uh, we'll post to all of our social media stuff so you can find it there. So, all right, Adam, uh, let me. This is too too few people. Let me see if I can widen that a little bit. No, I'm not going to. It's not going to work. Oh, there we go. All right, one guy, this range right here. Bryson. Bryson. Xander, you know me. Xander.
0: Hit me. I will go. I'm get get to go first again, huh?
1: Yep. Okay. I'll go uh I'll go Neiman. Neiman. I like it. I like it. I'm ready for Tony. Give me some Tony. There you go.
0: There you go. He's on board the Tony train.
1: I like it. All right. I'll go first here. Uh, i'm a carlos ortiz man i think he is the most underpriced guy on the board
0: you know i'm actually going to go a guy we didn't mention yet and that is mr abe answer
1: abraham like this week he's a, he's right. a fader great short Take game Take it all right all right next here i'm going to go first again and i can't get off the jimmy Han train man i'm staying on jimmy hon cam davis I like it I uh, oof. This could be a cam week for me. I might load up all the cams. Do it. Ugh, like it. All right, go ahead.
0: Well, you gotta stop scrolling there, Danger.
1: I did. I stopped.
0: Okay. Uh, I'll go back to my boy, man. He did not right last week. We'll go, with Charlie Hoffman.
1: Charlie Hoffman. I think yeah, mm-hmm. you know that I gotta go with Norlander until he until he flames out and misses the cut. It's happening this week. Yeah, it could. It might happen. Might have to have a beer side bet on that. I'm down. All right. All right. I uh, I disagree with you wholeheartedly. I think Brendan Todd uh, finishes top 15.
0: Oh, wow. I would definitely do a beer side bet on that one. I'll, I'll buy you three beers for the one that you give me.
1: <laughs>
0: Outside the top 15. I'll go
1: Mr. the Brendan Steel. The Brendans. You know we love the Brendans. <laughs> <laughs> you love Todd. Yeah. All right, moving down, moving down, moving down. Go ahead. I
0: will go with Mr. Doug Gim.
1: Uh, I'm with you, dude. I think Doug Gim's the play here. I think he's got a real shot to uh, to shock some people this week. He gonna shock the world. I think his putting's on par. I, his short game is tight. I like it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, like Fresh week. All right. Alright. Uh, last grouping. Last grouping. And um, uh, Yeah, man. HV3. HV3 is my guy here. Damn. You can join me. It's okay. You don't have to get By different.
0: By the way, this reminds me. The pizza man did you wrong last week. Oh,
1: dude, did he do me dirty or Ooh, what? Ugh. Ugh. That
0: Vicious. Was, that was tough. Um, I'll join you. Uh, I can't go party. Yeah, let's go Harry V.
1: Alright, man. Harry V.
0: Well, we did it. Hey, oh, quick Dad. mention. Quick Another mention. Showing the books. All I'm gonna say, he's minimum price. Willie Mack has a good chance to make a cut. That's all I'm gonna say.
1: Willie Mack,
0: Willie. Michigan boy, Flint Town native. Won the Michigan Am in twenty eleven. Really, really damn good player. He's in the uh, minority exemption this week. And uh yeah, he's he's got some game, dude. That guy
1: he could make a cut. Man, I've, I've been looking at my shared screen the whole time and I can't believe I have missed out on the sexy that you were laying down in that hotel bedroom
0: I wish I had this
1: you should have taken that undershirt off I thought about
0: it, I, I, I'm not quite ready to rock the chest here, just yeah, now that we're growing our <laughs> audience <laughs> you got to get the chest hair lotion out for that
1: I love it man, well uh, guys that was our <laughs> breakdown of the Genesis Invitational for DraftKings DFS we are in the cup with Draft for Upside. I'm Johnny Danger. With me was Adam White. You can catch the rest of our stuff on our Facebook page, on iLogic's Facebook page. You'll see our uh, quick picks. You'll see uh, Adam and I's article uh, honing in our picks by, what, tomorrow night? You want to get it done by tomorrow night?
0: What day is it? Tuesday? Yeah, tomorrow. I'll pop it over by uh, by afternoon for sure, and we can, we can get it
1: done. I like it. We'll drop uh, Adam's betting card picks into that, too. Huh? Yeah, yeah 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 just in
0: case you're into that kind of thing just in date. case just in case
1: but, uh, mm-hmm. anyways we thank you all for joining us and um gosh we'll see you here next tuesday night usually sometime around 9 p.m y'all have a good night cheers